a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. How can communicators drive process improvement? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. My name is Andy Johns, your host, and I'm joined on this episode by Jeff Marshall, communication specialist with Clearwater Power. Thanks for joining me. Hey, thank you for having me. This is our last episode we're recording here at the NIC in Portland, the NWPPA uh, conference. So like we've said with all the others, any extemporaneous noise in the background, it's not background noise, it's ambiance. So there we go. We're right here at the uh, communicators, um, the epicenter for public power communications this week. And uh, it's been great to sit in on some some of the sessions and uh, network, learn from folks like Jeff, um, including his session yesterday, breaking down silos how communications can drive process improvement. Just, uh, Je- Jeff, tell me a little bit about the idea to do this session. Yeah, um, well, process improvement is something that is, at some utilities, happening all the time, and other utilities can be very slow to happen. Um, as I like to uh, say, people really do like to be problem solvers. Sure. But they also dislike change, and process improvement is both. So um, someone needs to take the reins on that. And within a utility, most people are locked up in some kind of a silo. They're either in the engineering group or they're in the member services group or the Mm -hmm. IT group. And it can be a little politically taxing to have one person jump out of their silo and try to get someone else to do their job differently to help them. Sure. And so you... We, you kind of look around and say, who is well-suited to lead this? I mean, obviously, your management team, mm-hmm. um, but you don't have to wait for the management team. I think that the communicator, because communicators tend to live on a bit of an island as it is. A lot of communicators are in member services, but some, you know, we really operate pretty independently. Sure, and, and, jump, and jump from one silo to the other quite a bit. Exactly. We are already in the habit of talking to those different departments and we we probably have a little closer feel with what the company's trying to uh, portray itself to be and and what the response is. Sure. So we're I think well suited to be the people to reach out and bring those different silos together to affect change. You got uh, those are excellent points. You've also given me a good name for a band. If we ever get a bunch of communicators together for a band, we can call them the Silo Jumpers. Oh yeah, you do much worse. <laughs> you do much worse. You could uh, than a name for that. <laughs> so, um, so what role then? And and you can talk about either either your role, uh, Clearwater, or uh, what you've seen other communicators do. But but what what role can a communicator play um, when you're talking about uh, solving those problems and, and improving those processes? Well. I might be generalizing here, but a lot of the time the communicators are the people people. You know, they, they sure. are, they're, they're good listeners, tend to be good listeners, good creative thinkers. Um, and I know from my process, you know, I'll, I'll make a thing and then I kind of go back and I watch it. It's like, it's like watching something grow, um, watching the website, watching the analytics, watching the feedback on advertising campaigns and constantly going back in and tweaking and adjusting. And it's really analogous to process improvement. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, let's say <clears throat> one of the things I look for is a, a, like a pain point record. So I'll be talking to a member or talking to an MSR, and they'll say, well, this person had a credit on their bill, 
but they they called and said, "Hey, I I I never got that credit. They were, I was supposed to see a thirty dollar credit, and I never saw it. Well, it's on there. It's here. Oh, okay, there it is." And then a month or two later, we have the same thing come up again. And then the same mm-hmm. thing come up again. Mm-hmm. And I, I track these things and say, that's weird. Five people in the last few months have said they didn't see their credit. So let's take a look at that bill. And um, maybe there's something about it that we can just fix rather than fielding these calls. Sure. Um, What's but, the thing? Two's a coincidence. Three's a trend. It, so exactly. once you start getting that feedback. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, or people who will say, you know, I got good information about this outage because it happened during the day, uh, on a work day. But when the outage happened at 10 p.m., I really didn't get any information. Mm. And so you kind of set an expectation at one time, and then you lowered it at another time. Track those. Or, or something as simple as, we keep getting new connect requests for the state of Florida, and we serve Idaho. So right. you know, how many times do we have to field these Florida um, web forms before we stop and say, can, is there something we can do to fix this? Because sure. half the time an engineer would start the service order and get halfway through it and go, oh my gosh, this is for Florida. Oh no. What, I just wasted 15 minutes processing this thing. So, sure. Because um, of the name Clearwater. It, uh, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because of Clearwater. So um, somebody has to be the curator of those problems. And then somebody has to be the advocate to solving those problems. And like I said, because of the skill sets that, that communicators bring and the island that we are sort of <laughs> pushed to, um, it oftentimes makes good sense for the communicator to take the lead on that. And I would throw in too that it's good for your career because you're always sure. looking for a way to show that you have skills that go beyond the obvious. And that's a great way to demonstrate leadership. And we talk, that's a great point because we talked to, uh, to Libby and Scott in previous episodes we recorded yesterday about uh, moving up the ladder towards a uh, general manager um, spot based on their sessions yesterday. So that's an excellent point. How, this, is this something that a communicator can just appoint themselves to do? Or how do you go about getting buy-in? And, and you know, uh, I mean, everybody's office politics are a little bit different. But mm-hmm. um, how, how has it worked for you? Or how would you suggest that folks go about uh, becoming uh, this advocate that you're talking about? Yeah, it's a good question. Obviously, there's no exact science. Sure. I would say the, the first thing you do is uh, try to make yourself instrumental in some process changes, like the ones I've brought up before like maybe we can maybe I can help uh, change what that bill looks like to solve that problem maybe I can help change this web form to solve that problem and once you've earned a little bit of credibility as a problem solver then you can step up and say I know there's this other issue going on do you mind if I take a shot at at making that work Um, and there's really you're kind of working upstream and downstream you're trying to get management to agree that yes, this is a process that we do need to visit. But then you're trying to get the people who on the ground to buy into that change. Right. And the way I look at that is that no one wants to, like, like I said earlier, people want to be problem solvers. And mm-hmm. they don't really want someone to come in and say, hey, we have this problem and here's what I want you to do about it. A sure. much better approach sure. is to say, hey, we have this problem would you like to sit down and talk about some solutions? And you turn that person, they go from the defensive, like, oh, great, they're, they're shifting the ground underneath me. I've been doing my job this way for this long, and now right. they want to change it. That's hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's confusing. Plus, it can kind of feel half-cooked. Like, they just sort of fly in here one day, and they want to change something that's been that way for 10 years. Right. 
Um, but if you bring them in on the ground level and say, I want to hear your thoughts on how we can fix this, you know, and it doesn't mean it's a democracy. It doesn't mean you're going to get your way, but it gets them in the ground floor. And that's a great way to get buy-in from someone. Right. So they don't accidentally sabotage the process. For them to be part of the solution rather than just told uh, what it is. Yes. Yeah. So um, you mentioned uh, the the billing example. Uh, You mentioned the the idea of, um, you know, things coming in for different companies. What are some other things that um, you, either you or other folks that you've networked with here have, have uh, examples of things that communicators have stepped in and, and improved because of, of the skill set and mindset we were talking about earlier? Yeah. Um, well, for example, let's say there's an outage and um, we have a software suite that has a lot of capability that wasn't always leveraged. Sure. Um, I think everybody, yeah, <laughs> everybody's got one or two of those. Exactly. Yeah. So, for someone to just sit and pour over it and say, hey, there's this module, and I notice when I, when I put data here, it shows up here. Mm-hmm. And when I click into that, there are checkboxes that show where do we want that data to appear, and we can control. So we could put in some comments that are for internal use only, like um, if the wildlife is involved. So we can say um, bird caused an outage at this location, and that will be for internal knowledge, but then you can set up a second set of comments that says uh, power distri- uh, disruption at this location and leave the wildlife part out of it and then send that out to the MSRs, to the smart hub or to your website, sure. to your innovative, uh, integrated voice response over the telephone so that your customers don't necessarily hear all the dirty details that we don't really want to make public. Sure. Um, and so that's one way. It takes someone to kind of just finagle it and, and pour into it and look at it and understand it. And communicators tend to be pretty good with technology. Sure. And so Generally. it's another, another good way to flex those skills, you know, beyond the things that we're normally asked to do. Got it. Well, let's, uh, let's close with this. And we, we've gone over some of this already, but what, what advice do you have for somebody who's listened to this and said, okay, I can, I can be this catalyst in my organization. I can, I can be somebody who, who, um, who can advocate and, and make some of these improvements. What advice do you have for somebody who's, who's in that spot and, uh, and wanting to step up? One thing I believe is that what people look for from leadership over all other traits is, is communication. Um, that's what people want from their boss. They don't always want answers. They want to know what's going on. And so they can help provide the answers. And I would advise any communicator to be open, be honest, be accountable, and be willing to revisit things, audit your own process, and try to find a small way that you can demonstrate that analytic ability, um, maybe even lead a pilot program, say, hey, we have this ongoing problem, um, no one really knows how to fix it, including me, but I have an idea. I'd like to try it for a few people and we'll just go back and visit it. And those little, it's kind of like br- building a wall, you know, you let, that's a brick in your wall right there. So you can kind of go back to that. And when you hear about some other process going on, you can say, Hey, don't forget that I helped fix this problem. Um, maybe you could use me. Perfect. I think that's sound advice. I think that's that's good insight uh, throughout the uh, throughout the episode there. So, Jeff, I appreciate you for joining me. It's been my distinct pleasure. Thank you. He is Jeff Marshall, communication specialist at Clearwater Power Co., not the one in Florida. Right. <laughs> I'm Andy Johns, your host. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South. 
a content marketing company.